friends. Welcome to the Modern Mamas podcast. We're two modern mamas with a goal to inspire empowerment, self-love, deep physical and spiritual nourishment, holistic health, and joy, no matter your journey, gender, or perspective. I'm Laura of Radical Roots. I'm a certified CrossFit trainer, certified nutrition consultant, and mama to Evie Wilder. And I'm Jess of Hold the Space Wellness. I am a level one CrossFit trainer, a licensed and certified athletic trainer with a master's in kinesiology, and mama to Bear and Camille. Please note that while we're here to provide advice and insights, we aren't medical practitioners and always recommend that you check with a trusted provider before implementing any changes. Thanks for joining us. We are so happy you're here. Hi, friends. Laura here with some exciting news. Four Sigmatic has come on as a Modern Mamas podcast sponsor. We are so excited. If you've been following along with my Instagram stories, especially, you've seen that I use this stuff every single morning. The Lion's Mane Elixir is my absolute favorite. I add it to my boosted coffee for an extra boost of brain clarity, productivity, and focus that I genuinely did not experience until I started adding this in every day. They also make other elixirs like Rishi for calming, Cordyceps for an energy boost, and Chaga for an immune boost. Along with those elixirs, they also have really cool blends. I love the Lion's Mane and Coffee blend when I travel because I don't have to worry about getting my hands and lips on high-quality coffee. I have it ready to go. All you need is hot water. You mix in the blend and you're set. They have caffeine, caffeine-free options as well, like a chai latte and a turmeric latte for gut health and skin glow. And all they have all kinds of incredible blends. I cannot recommend enough that you go check out their website, find whatever mushroom blend is, is going to fit with your lifestyle, and give it a try. The awesome folks at Four Sigmatic have offered our listeners, you guys are special, you get 15% off any order. If you go to foursigmatic.com forward slash modern mamas or simply type in modern mamas, all lowercase, all one word at checkout, you get 15% off. Check it out, see what fits your life, and happy shrooming. Hi. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Guess what, friends? It's both of us here. Not in the flesh, but super excited because it's time for an update episode. It is a long overdue for an update episode, I, I think. Feels like we have so many incredible guests and it's so fun, but ultimately I love sitting down and just talking to you for an hour. So I know. I've been looking forward to this and, all week. I know. And we've been both of us like individually so busy and like focused on some different projects that we're all involved in. And I feel like I just haven't like I have not chatted with you enough. So this is great. This is like selfishly my time to like connect with you. Yeah, it's super awesome. And I feel like we like touch base all week just here and there. But it's nice to have a designated hour to get to hang out with my friend and share things with all all of you guys out there. It's almost like we're sitting down to chalk, but then also we're getting to hang out with all our listeners. So it's pretty fabulous. Oh my gosh, it's the best. Awesome. So we have a lot of updates, I feel like. Um, I know. Things to we share with you guys. In. I know. Let's just do it. So do you want to start? Okay. Should I start with, with you life? You go and... for it. You okay. go for it. My goodness. I have a one-year-old, which is out of control. I can't believe it. <laughs> so we have been doing this podcast since I was pregnant. And now, you know, we're over a year later. Um, Evie turned one two days ago. So right now we're recording and it's Friday. And, um, she turned one on Wednesday we had the most magical day. It's been a very emotional week for me. Like I've been close to crying multiple times, tearing up a few times. Um, all happy. I don't, I'm not like, 
I'm not in this headspace where I'm like, oh, I can't believe time is going so fast. I miss my itty bitty baby. It's like, no, this has been the most amazing year of my life and I'm just grateful. So I, I get, I get, you know, like worked up all the time. Um, and Aww. there she is. She says, oh, you're talking about me. <laughs> there we go. Dad's got her. Um, anyway, so yeah, it's just been a really incredible year and I'm just so in love with her and life is really good. And, you know, there's always going to be ups and downs and stuff, but for the most part, I just feel like I'm in a really cool place and I am just so in love with my kid and my husband and, you know, there's always going to be stressors, but, um, having her turn one was very, it was emotional for me because it was a really cool time where I got to be a little bit introspective and reflective and look back on the year and like where I was exactly one year ago with this newborn and the amount of support I've had and the amount of growth that I've had over the year. So just first birthdays are way like that's way more to it than I could have expected, to be honest, (laughs) not just like celebrating her being alive for one year, but like celebrating myself and what I've done and my growth and then my relationship with my husband and where we've come and how we've parented. And so it's been fun. We had a very, our day was basically like we he had to coach all morning. So in the afternoon we packed up and, um, we got a bunch of snacks and we went to Wilder state park, which is kind of partly why we, her middle name is Wilder. Um, it's across the street from us and we went and we had a picnic and then we laid in the sun and we snuggled and then we looked at all the flowers, which is her favorite thing in the whole world. And then we went and saw the chickens and the sheep. Um, and it was just perfect. Then we came home and opened a bottle of dry farm wine and sorry, my dog is making really annoying noises right now. Hopefully you guys can't hear that. But anyways, we opened a bottle of wine and we made lamb chop, which is Evie's favorite meat right now. And, um, it was just perfect. It was such a good day. (laughs) And then tomorrow, Saturday, we're having a big barbecue. It'll be like 40 to 50 people, same place where we had our co-ed baby shower barbecue situation. Um, so that's kind of fun. It's over, you know, a little over a year later and we're just going to grill burgers and hang out all day long in the sun. And I'm just feeling very happy and very grateful. So that is the birthday update. <laughs> update number one. Yeah. yeah what else? <laughs> um, Rusty's been traveling a lot, so I'm going in and out of like solo parenting. But one thing I always say is like, I don't really feel like I'm super solo parenting because we have such a strong, um, tribe here of friends. And then my, my parents are super helpful. My mom comes over. I go to my parents' house. Um, last weekend we had a wedding and Evie was my date and that was the latest she's ever said that. So it was super fun. It was in the Santa Cruz mountains and we, um, it was beautiful. It was at this like camps camp where there's all these cabins. Most people stay the night, but we went home, but we were on the dance floor until 10 PM and she was jamming. It was so cute. If I stopped moving, she would be like bobbing her head, like keep dancing. So I I was just holding her on my hip and we danced till 10 then came home. And, um, Rusty was gone that Sunday was father's day. So we had a beautiful day celebrating on Monday. I took some time off from work and we, um, just enjoy each other's company here in Santa Cruz and, and, you know, it was, it was good to have that time to dedicate to him on his first father's day. So that was lovely. And then I think my final update is just about how much I'm loving for Sigmatic. I get, I'm getting really good feedback. People are buying it. They're loving it. And I talk about Four Sigmatic, which you guys, if you don't know, it's the mushroom elixir that they have a whole host of things. They have the elixirs that are just the pure, you can go a single, like a single shroom. So my favorite is, is the lion's mane. I do it every day. It really kind of like it says on the box, I think it's like a hug, a bear hug for your brain, which is exactly what it feels like. Like, I feel like I'm just like flowing. 
Um, yeah. And then I'm also just started using, so they have, so the single elixirs, they have the lion's mane, chaga, reishi, and cordyceps. And reishi is like really kind of relaxing. And I actually sometimes add it to my coffee in the morning. It doesn't make me sleepy so much when I do that. It just kind of like takes the edge off and reduces any potential anxiety. And then the, the chaga is great for immune boosting. So if I'm traveling or I know I've been um, introduced to some sort of sickness, I take that one. And then the cordyceps is an energy booster. So if you're like trying to stay off of coffee, but you still want a little boost like pre-workout or pre-event or whatever, pre-work, that's a great option because it doesn't leave you jittery or like give you a crash. Um and then they have the, the coffee blends, which I take when I travel, which is like high quality, fair trade, organic ground coffee mixed with mushrooms. So then all you need to do is add water, which I love. So I take those when I travel and then I'll add water or like whatever, like if I can find organic heavy cream, I'll add that or it's pretty great. And now they have all these new mixes too. So I've been doing the Vikings blend in the morning because I like feeling like a badass every morning when I take my Vikings <laughs> blend and it's got like it's nettle Viking and yeah, yeah. Right. And so that one's been really fun. That's a whole host of things, um, including nettle and chaga. And so it just kind of like immune boosting and just makes me feel like a, a superhero. Um, and I love it. I love that. It's a part of my everyday morning. I feel like it sounds kind of like woo woo, but for me, because mushrooms are such an ancient healing nutritive, real food. Um, I feel like there's a little bit of magic in my morning and I feel like there's a little bit of like, you know, we live this fast paced, super modern life. I'm on my computer, all these things, but in the morning I take time to add these different elixirs and kind of like make my brew, like my morning brew. <laughs> and, um, it, it adds a little bit of magic and like self care to my morning in something as simple as like opening a packet and sprinkling this stuff into my blender before I blend up my coffee and then sitting there and, and um, sipping it. And so I feel the effects firsthand. It, I look at it as self-care um, and I really like, I just love it. And so you guys know this, you can use the code modern mamas and get 15% um, off any order. And if you go, you just have to go to forestigmatic.com backslash modern mamas or forward slash. I don't know. What is it? So I think it's forward slash. I never even know which one is which. So <laughs> forcingmatic.com forward slash modern mamas and you get 15% off any order. So I just, I can't recommend it enough. And it wasn't like they reached out to us and were like, Hey, um, or to me originally and said like, we want to pay you to, to talk about our stuff. It was like, I used it. I paid for it for months and I fell in love with it. And I reached out to them and was like, how can I help spread the word about this product? Because it's unlike any other supplement that I've ever used. And I don't actually mm -hmm. think of it so much as a supplement as, I, as, as much as, like I said, like this magic part of my morning where I feel like I'm really nourishing myself on a deeper level and I'm connecting with like, I don't know, it's just so ancient and so rad. So that's my spiel about Forsig. I'm just like super into it. And the people that we've talked to, the people that we work with through them, they're growing fast, but they are so down to earth. They know who we are. It's, very, it's a really cool relationship. And... Um, I'm just happy that we can be a part of it in some capacity. So check that out. Um, I think for now, that's it. I'm sure I'll think of more to say, but um, yeah, that's where I'm at. Just kind of, oh, we've got a bunch of camping trips in the works and I know we've had a lot of questions about camping and little ones. And so I'm planning, I think we have like four or five trips planned just in the next few months. <laughs> so um, I'd like to do an episode on that, but stay tuned for, if you want to follow along, you can always follow my travel highlight and you'll see that kind of thing there on how we're traveling and whatnot. Cause we're just moving, shaking a lot right now. So that is yeah. that. What is new with you? Oh my gosh. I love hearing your updates. I mean, obviously I know all this stuff, but it's still like, 
I don't know. Just like getting the rundown. It's fun to um, share. And happy birthday, Evie. I'm Thank just you. like, it blows me away that we started this podcast when you were pregnant. Yeah. And then I've gotten just, I'm like honored that I get to watch your just progression as a mom. And you and Rusty are like crushing it. So well, you've been such a huge part of it. Like I can't even, I can't even count how many times I've texted you and been like, ah, uh, is this normal? Or hey, sleep, which is another thing right now. She's getting two, she's getting her uh, canines and her two top molars at the same time. So that's tough, but I I've just counted on you so many times to help and just support, or even just to be a listening ear. So thank you for that. You've been such a huge part of my life and her life and it's magic and I'm probably going to cry, but I'm going to hold it together. <laughs> don't cry, but you don't have to comment on something. And this is, I think a really cool thing is I remember in the beginning, it was a lot of questions from you and Rusty um, about like different things. Like, I'm not sure about this and not in a negative way, but it was like, okay, this is all brand new, but really yeah. like you have grown into your intuition as a mom so much that, you know, I don't, I miss it. Like I miss us <laughs> you asking all those questions, but you don't need it as yeah. much as anymore. You know what I mean? Like I, yeah, you, I do appreciate that, you're, you're empowered, you're intuitive, you're, you and Evie are so connected and you and Rusty and it's like, you've got it like you really have and then when you do need me for those things that maybe it's like this is new or something because that's what I love to talk about it's like I'm here for you but it's really cool to kind of watch you grow into your I guess power as a mama and it's really magical thank you friend that means so much it's been such a cool journey and I feel like I've been so supported and it's some it's you know I feel like I do have kind of an innate just gut feeling about being her mom but also Mm -hmm. I've I think some of that some of my like the reason why I love being her mom so much also is because I've been so supported by, so it's just like, it's such a cool, it's just really freaking cool. <laughs> it is. And I want to say we learned so much from our listeners mm-hmm. and our like online tribe. That's like, Oh my God. Yeah. Have we, we've been able to impart our wisdom, but we get the, ch- the chance and the opportunity to hear so much, like just different viewpoints, different ways of doing things. My eyes have been open to all sorts of different things that I've never you know, had known before just about Mm -hmm. parenting and about different ways to approach anything parenting related that it's just been, it's a two way street. Absolutely. With our listeners. Um, and I'm just really grateful for that. I'm going to cry too. What the hell? I know (laughs) emotions. I've got so many feelings. I'm like, I have a one-year-old. I'm ready for another one. I want (laughs) to just spend all day with her, but I want to work. And I, it's like so many feelings and there's just so much support. And I just like, I always feel validated. So if I have thoughts or feelings and even if I don't ask it in our Facebook group or what, or whatever, like I feel like you just go on there and read stuff. And I'm like, man, what a cool world we're in where there's all these women. I think there might, I think at this point it's all women in there either like yeah. pre conception or pregnant or postpartum and so much support and love. We have never once had any comment or any um, feedback that's been an, at in any capacity negative. It's just like so much love and so much support. And like you said, I learn something every day when I go on there or even just questions we get through email or, or direct messages and the gratitude and the support. It's just, it gives me just all the feels. So thank you tribe. It's so awesome. And I think it's just a testament. Like, like you said, we've never once had to like step in with anyone being like disrespectful, but I also Mm -hmm. want to let people know, like we will work diligently to make it a safe space so that we will stamp down any trolls that come up in there and try and like ruin our vibe. So 
we're very productive of that space. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so far we've had nothing but, you know, trust for it and yeah. no reason to ever, ever, ever have to like step in on any occasion, but. And we pretty much only talk about it on the podcast. And so anyone that's in there is a listener. And I feel like people aren't Mm -hmm. probably aren't listening to our podcast unless they're, I don't know, interested in this world (laughs) that we talk about. So, you know, I think that's kind of cool too. Totally. Anyways, what is new in your world? Oh my gosh. So much. (laughs) There's so much. um, And I don't even know where to start. (laughs) Um, you already talked about Four Sigmatic. I don't really have much to, to chime in on that because you kind of nailed everything. I've been pretty much following your lead on that and the benefits have been amazing. So I don't want to beat a dead horse with that, but honestly, game changer. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm going to say. Um, mm-hmm. let's see. Okay. My babies are about to celebrate five and two. They're almost exactly three years apart, which is kind of cool. And this is the first year I think we're going to do a joint birthday party just because they are so close and our family is like spread so far and wide that it's hard to get people down one month and then back again in like two weeks. Right. So we're probably going to do that until it just doesn't make sense anymore. (laughs) And unless they like ask for a separate birthday party or whatever. But I think this year we're also really going to try and focus on making each one feel special on their special day. So hopefully Tim and I will both get the chance to like take off work and take them out of school or daycare or whatever they're in and just kind of like spend the day with them because that's really hard. Um, with two, it's, you're constantly kind of like two or more, like you're trying to divide your attention, uh, in a balanced way. And it doesn't always work out that way. It's, uh, it feels like sometimes someone is always getting the short end of the stick. And that's probably just my perspective as a mama and just feeling like, Oh my gosh, like, you know, these kids really need me right now. Um, and so to be able to kind of take at least, I'd like to do it more often and just kind of do little dates here and there, but just take that one day and just kind of like make it all about them. That's, I'm really that. looking forward to it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so five and two, it's kind of crazy. I feel honestly, just like I'm getting to the point, I was just talking to a friend, our friend Elena um, on Voxer about this, like, motherhood has been, and I, I speak openly about this all the time, but it wasn't a, a magical transition for me in the beginning. It was very difficult. Um, and it was really hard for me to let go of my like old quote unquote ways of being, you know, as a single independent person. Um, and now I feel like this last year has been all about, change in that way and I'm now embracing my life as it is and I feel really really happy and content with my who I am not just as a mom but like now as a as a partner and as just all aspects of life it's really really cool so it didn't happen for me overnight or even like over the first few years of motherhood but it has I have gotten to a point where I'm finally kind of like just looking forward to the changes and embracing everything that has come with this transition. So anyways, there's that. (laughs) I love it. Deep thoughts. Um, And then birthdays are sentimental. I mean, it's like not, not something I ever could have fathomed until I had a child who had a birthday. It's like, it's so much more than, and we were talking to our friend Kim about this too. Like every year it's for me, at least it's not like, Oh my gosh, the time it's more just like, man, like, we've done this thing where we've kept these kids alive and it's so much more than that. Like we've loved them and nurtured them and, 
and it's a celebration of their world. But then also, I don't know if it's going to continue, but like for me, it was very much re- reflective of, like I reflected a ton on birth and that experience and what, you know, and, and then my brain all of a sudden is like transitioning into this, like, okay, let's start, start thinking about number two. And so mm. there's so much that comes with the birthdays. And I don't know, is it that way still for you at this, you know, this stage in the game? Um, you know, to be t- completely honest, the last like two years I've been so, I don't think I've been able to have the space to just like reflect so to completely honest, like, I'm not really sure. I okay. think this is the first year we're go- where I'm going into it as we're starting to get, because they were born in July and August. As we're getting closer, that I'm actually, like, thinking about it mm-hmm. um, and reflecting on it and can look at it in a way that's, like, very, what's the word? Not necessarily positive or negative, but, like, very. Like, introspective or reflective introspective. or, yeah. yeah. Without without judgment on yeah. my part. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's I should have, would have, could have, like, I should have done this better, blah, blah, blah. You yeah. know, I'm finally releasing that. So I'm wow. interested to see how That's it gets powerful. closer. That's powerful. Yeah. 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 How, how my perspective is going to be around the birthdays. Yeah. Um, in some ways felt... it's cool. They're kind of back to back. Like you get like this full month of like, mm-hmm. just really diving in and, you know, getting deep into it <laughs> with both kids. Totally. totally. Um, so we'll see. We'll see how that goes. And the, the tricky part is. We are moving All and right. I, I will, I'm 92% sure we're moving. That's a very, um, very mathematical calculation. Um, so we've been renting a house that we love in this neighborhood that we're obsessed with. Um, and unfortunately to buy there, like it's just not within our reach. And so we were going to renew our lease for another year. And we've been here since Camille was like two or three weeks old. So a lot of like memories. This is like the kids home essentially. And so, um, they just told us they were going to put the house in the market cause it's a really hot market in our neighborhood. And so there's a couple things, you know, moving parts where we may be able to stay depending on who purchases the home and all this stuff. So, but it's all happening within like less than three weeks. We have to figure this out. <laughs> so it's kind of like a crazy, craziness. Um, but there's a lot of different, like I said, moving parts. And I personally, I hate the act of moving, like physically packing up things and all that stuff. Um, but the process and kind of what it means to move and purge and oh god, kind yeah, of like, it's so cleansing. It's like a yeah, fresh start. Yeah, new space. Yeah. To me, like I I love that. It's just that whole getting to that point, which is kind of tricky, but um, we will see about that. Nice. We've moved in the, since Russ and I have been together, this is, it'll be almost two, it's two years in September that we lived in this place and we've been together like 10 years and we have never, this is the longest we've ever lived in one spot. (laughs) It's crazy. So it's moving. We like moving, I think, because then you like, it's, you, you have to be minimalist when you move a lot. Yeah. And we like moving too before we had the kiddos. And even when Bear was younger, like we moved like every year, two years or whatever. But that where I'm really like having trouble with it is so we had Bear with us the other day. We picked him up and we were going to go see some houses, some rental houses. And he was so upset. He was like, I don't want to see these houses. I just want my house. I want to go back to my house. I don't want to move. And we were like trying to tell him like, this is, you know, you can make new friends. And it's essentially moving down the street. But it's like to him, it's like the end of the world you know? And so that that got me, like that got me. I I didn't realize how, how hard that would hit him. I thought it would be an exciting adventure, like the way I'm looking at it, but 
he is very much like me in that regard. Like change is hard. And so it's like us trying to like really walk him through it. We talk about it frequently. So it's not a surprise. And we're like, we're going to get you bunk beds with a little bit of bribery. Like he's excited about bunk beds with his sister, but like, yeah, it really like puts it into perspective. Like these little people are impacted by your decisions and it's not as, just like as easy as like picking up and going for them sometimes. So anyways, that's another big thing. I don't want to take up too much more time with all my updates. There are some other big things on the horizon Mm -hmm. that I'm not sure. Probably not going to talk about this episode. (laughs) Teasers are great. I think I've I've had, I've been teasing about change for us too, moves and downsizing and whatnot. I think it's, I think it keeps a little suspense and excitement for the listeners. Yes. I'm sure not depending on when this will air and depending on this um, one airs just in like three on what this coming Wednesday. So oh this is gosh. like, we're like okay. right so there. Not, yeah. Okay. I won't talk about it, but I'll probably talk about it more on Instagram um, before I actually talk about it on the podcast then. Um, so stay tuned there. <laughs> I feel like you've been hinting on Instagram already like a little bit. Yes. Yeah. So, so if you guys haven't, if you don't know what we're talking about at all, go check that out. <laughs> right. So just a bunch of big positive things happening. Um, change always for me is like a, it's kind of scary. Mm-hmm. I don't say scary. It's just the unknown in any case, especially when you have people that are like dependent on you or your kiddos and your mm-hmm. partner and you've got bills and responsibilities. It's like, okay, like, here we go. We're going to jump into something unknown and see how it But how cool that you're like making these decisions that are like sending you in a very happy direction. And then also I bet you that like directly coincides with your new perspective on your children's birthday this year. It's just like a, like a shift in mindset. It's been really cool to see and uh, watch and hear about and whatnot. So I'm just like over the moon for you and proud and excited and inspired by you. So just know that. (laughs) Thank you. That means a lot. So cool. Now that we talked about it without ever talking about it. So vague. You guys stay tuned. <laughs> Ultimately, what it comes down to is we're both making decisions moving forward that are going to best benefit ourselves first, probably, or like, you know, it's like their acts and changes and decisions made out of self-care and self-love and self-introspection that are then going to also ripple out and affect our families in really positive ways and affect then this podcast and our listeners and our followers. And I hate that word, but you know what I mean? Like our tribe. And so um, what it all comes down to is ultimately the best way to move through life is to make decisions that are going to just lead to happiness. Right. Totally. 100%. That's it. That's it. I'm sure I have a bunch of little things, but that's, I love it. Um, that's the major thing. Oh, I did want to say, and this is totally like just a lighthearted thing, but like, I think you were the one that got me interested. Or you had mentioned watching the great British baking show. Oh my God. There's a car alarm going on. I can hear it. That's fine. It was just a part. It's a little fun background noise. Um, yeah, I am in my car in the middle of the lunch hour. <laughs> we do what we can. So, yeah. And so the great British baking show, and I was like looking for something because, you know, I work, I wake up early and I work, I work all day I'm a full-time job. And then I work through lunch and then I work in the evening and I just was looking for something that was like, not going to make me depressed because I just watched <laughs> 13 reasons why. And so I was like, I'm going to watch the great British baking show because I know Lauren Rusty were watching. I think you were watching it, right? Oh the God. Yeah. We, okay. we, I mean, we binged and like every night for, until we got through all the seasons and for us, binging is like two episodes, right? We, we, right. we like to go to bed relatively early, but still it was like, I mean, I laughed, I cried and I was like, why I do I care so much about this? That show is, it's weird because you get I'm obsessed hooked. with it. Oh yeah. Oh my God, I'm obsessed with it. Like the other night and Tim, 
was like, I was like, Hey, I'm going to watch this. Do you want to watch it with me? He's like, no, I'm not interested in that. I'm like, are you sure? And he was like, nah, I'll just sit on the couch. I'll do my thing and it'll be on the background. And then like halfway through, I like look over and he's just like staring at the TV. And I'm like, you're into this. And he's like, I'm into this. He's like, why am I so into this? I'm like, I don't know, but it's like, so it good. You in. it's feel good. It's cooking. It's like Brit- very British. So and they really care so much, but there's like nothing on the line except for pride because there's no mm-hmm. money. Like they don't win money, yeah. but they care so much. And it's like, yeah. Oh. And the women on the show are so kick-ass, like the, um, the women who compete and they're mm-hmm. like, and you watch, I don't know if you've seen the episode with Nadia. I'm not going to say too much, but have you seen the, the season with Nadia? No, we're still in season one. Okay. I don't even know what order we watched them in, but she went from like her transition and character development. And this is a reality <laughs> show, right? Over the course of the, of the season, just, I, I like, she had me in tears so many times. So oh. that's my favorite season. And also the one with, um... Candace, who has like the best lipstick and she is so kick-ass and so she's got like the perfect little attitude and I'm like I just love you and I love everything about you so yeah guys go watch it <laughs> so good yeah, well so we're still on uh, season one and right now like the mom and me like it's the one where there's like a high schooler she's like 17 oh, yeah. or 18 and she's so hard on uh, herself Martha. and she's so sweet and she's and I, every time she gets like a bad review or something I just want to like I cry I'm mama like, bear oh. hugger <laughs> yeah <laughs> Hi friends, Laura here. I am so excited to announce that the Modern Mamas podcast has joined forces with Paleo Valley. If you've been following me for long, you know that I absolutely love and appreciate their products because they've been such an important part of my journey to health. And then also now Evie's journey, especially with her first foods. Our absolute favorite in this household is the grass-fed organ complex. We also love the beef sticks and their brand new turkey sticks and take them with us basically everywhere we go on all of our travels. Some other of our favorites include the organic super greens, which are great for smoothie bowls or smoothies or just taking down the hatch right as they are. We love the grass-fed, non-denatured whey, the superfood bars, which are loaded with collagen, and um, I cannot wait to now try their new Essential C Complex. Don't miss out. You can get an awesome deal. Just head to our show notes for the discount code and link and try them for yourself. You will not be disappointed. Enjoy. I guess we should get to some listener. Yeah. Well, we just have, I mean, I wanted to read a, an email from a listener that meant a lot and like really good point. So I'm just going to jump in and read this. And so she says, hi, Lauren, Jess, first, let me say that I love the podcast and love the Facebook group. It's becoming one of my favorite groups and your podcast music makes me dance with joy, which I just love. Um, and when we get emails and feedback and like, if you, when you guys leave reviews and rate our podcast, we read every single one they've had me in tears. So if you guys could go and do that, if you feel so inclined, it means the world to us anyways. Um, she says, anyway, I totally loved this. I totally loved this podcast. The one about which one was it? It was the one, um, that Suzanne. you recorded. Yeah. From yeah, the generation. Gen- mindful. Thank you. This is why I need you. We're drinking here. <laughs> so she, the generation mindful episode, which we will link to in the show notes, but, um, she said she totally loved that episode. Um, she has a three-year-old who is definitely having some troubles emotionally, just typical stuff. We've been doing the conventional timeout thing, but it isn't feeling right. I've been reading Unconditional Parenting by Alfie Kahn, which makes a very strong case for not doing timeouts, but reading books takes time. So it was so nice to have a podcast to listen to before I finished the book. I've also read The Whole Brain Child by Daniel Siegel, which I'm listening to on Audible right now, and it's really, really great. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and Tina Bryson, oh yeah, Dan- Daniel and Tina, which gets into the science of brain development and how to foster emotional intelligence based on that development. Anyway, these two books have been rocking my world and improving our lives. I thought it might be cool to maybe share these resources with you and maybe podcast listeners. I also think it would be cool if you guys did more podcasts along this vein and maybe bring on these authors for interviews. So when we get emails like this, um, I just think it's so cool because it's like, this is a perfect example to me of first off, she's giving incredible insight. She's sharing her experience. She's you know grateful for what we've shared. And so that obviously means a lot to us, but then it's also like, I think a testament to our tribe and the fact that we learn from each other and it's not just us. Like we are learning throughout this process just as much as anyone else through the experts we bring on and from you guys. So I just wanted to share that first off to give you guys those resources. So the whole brain child is amazing. Um, and also just to let you know that like we're listening and we love it. We love the feedback. We love that this is a give and take and it's more of a relationship. So I just wanted to share since she offered up those, those, um, those resources to you guys and to us. Yeah, that's amazing. I cry. I actually was looking at the reviews last night. I forget why. I was sharing the link to the podcast someone who requested it. And I went on there and there was a couple of new ones. And I was just like, oh my God, this is why we do this. <laughs> exactly. And also, I have gotten several comments about our, our music. Uh, someone told me the other day, like, she listens to it like around the house when she cleans. And her little boy, like, every time she hears the like, ding, 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 that little like ditty. He like starts dancing around and stuff. So she was like, you totally picked the right intro. Yes. And someone else said that Bear's voice at the end is their favorite because he does a little, I I love it every single time. I know. I will never take that out. It's so fun. Never. Sometimes when we have outtakes, I don't know if you guys know, but like if there's ever any outtakes, I'll usually put them at the end of the podcast. Mm. So keep listening. Yeah. Keep listening because there's funny ones. Like there's one. Did you see the one I put on the Liz episode? Maybe I stopped too soon. See, I made that mistake. I'm going to have to listen now to the end of it. Yeah, I got it was when I got frozen or I got kicked off. Oh, yeah. And y'all were like, wow, she looks she looks great. (laughs) Oh, because you were frozen. (laughs) Yeah. If you guys have listened to that episode, it's really awesome. Like I've had people say that they cried and they laughed and like all the emotions throughout that whole whole episode. Liz is the best. Yeah. well, should we dive into maybe maybe one, maybe two questions? Basically, guys, what we do is if you email in questions, we're just going to start to slowly answer them on these update episodes. Um, one, maybe two. Trying not to tackle too many at once so we can really kind of dive in and give you guys some, you know, enough time and, and uh, headspace for each one. So um, let's go ahead let's and it. dive into one. So I'd love you all to talk about handling situations with people or even family when they are critical and not supportive of decisions, especially in regards to parenting. My husband and I have felt pretty isolated in choices we've made with our son and have received a lot of judgment. It's been hard to deal with and still, we still haven't quite found our tribe. Have either of you dealt with that? If so, how do you handle it graciously while also protecting yourself and your family? This is such a good question. And to be mm-hmm. honest, I'm going to be super upfront right now. Like I can't fully empathize or relate to this because we haven't really dealt with that. Um, but I also can, I, I have some opinions, but I just want to preface my opinions with the fact that like, I can't really, I haven't walked in her shoes. So they're coming from a place of like really trying to understand and trying to give constructive feedback, but also not necessarily fully understanding what that feels like. So my heart goes out to her. That cannot be easy. Um, and so I'm curious to hear your thoughts first, because I feel like you might have dealt with this a little bit more than I have. Um, you know, I haven't. I, I would probably echo almost exactly um, what you said. And I don't know why that is. My family doesn't really practice the same 
parenting style or I mean from basic like nutrition all the way up to like the way we quote unquote discipline um, like nursing extended nursing like all of that stuff um, my I would say my family as a general rule doesn't really it's not that they're against it they just that's just not the way I was raised or the way like even some of my siblings are raising their kiddos or like extended family um, and so again I can only give my perspective from not having been in those exact shoes. But I will say in general, in the part of the world that I live in, um, you know, there can be a little bit of pushback or not necessarily pushback, but skepticism or like, oh my gosh, like eye rolling with like, she's so crunchy or like, why didn't she just spank them or whatever. Um, when it comes to like, when I speak about stuff like that, but for the most part, I don't know if it's just the fact that I, I don't really ask for anybody's opinion. Um, and I also will listen, but also very respectfully interject if I don't feel like I need someone else's opinion 100%. about that's so, XYZ. That's so spot on. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's more so like I put up a very confident, even if I'm not necessarily feeling entirely confident about, oh my gosh. Okay. I'm in the parking lot and I was watching this person back up, like almost coming into me. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Real life. Um, so, but yeah, I don't know if it's just the fact that I project, like project confidence, even when I don't feel it, that people just feel like they don't need to offer any insight. Um, but for the most part, my family, even though they may differ in opinion, they've never told me anything like to my face. Yeah. And I think that's, I think you kind of hit it spot on where like you walk around and you exist with a confidence of not like, not an ego, like this is the way everyone should do it, but like confidence in like, this is the way that I parent and I believe in what I'm doing. I'm confident in what I'm doing. My children are well-adjusted. We're doing well. So, and you basically, you kind of like exist in a place of like your opinion is not welcome. So if you give me advice, it's unsolicited and I'm going to respond with what I feel, or I'm just not going to engage. And that's also fine. You know? So I I feel, I feel very similarly. Um, and when, when we're in our home and people come to our home, grandparents, whatever, like they understand I'm very obviously with this podcast and the work that I do and what I share on Instagram and social media and the, the way I just like talk in life, I'm very clear and open about how we parent and what we believe. And, um, I never share it with like, this is what everyone should do, but I'm very clear about how we want to do things. And so, um, what I've kind of seen come from that is that because I'm very vocal about things, I get questions. So my mom might ask like, when, when can I give her ice cream, you know? And, and so it comes, it comes as a question versus like a criticism. And I think maybe that's, and I don't see those questions as being critical. I see them as genuine, like, Hey, I, I gave you guys ice cream at like six months. So it's more like, when is that going to happen for her? (laughs) You know, instead of at least they're asking. Oh yeah. No, I don't, I don't see anyone in our lives giving her anything or doing anything that they didn't know we were okay with. And I think because we're so hyper aware too of like, they would, we probably, if she, someone gave her ice cream, we would be able to tell a shift in her like mood probably. Um, and whatnot anyways. So what I'm getting at there is just like, I think one way to tackle this is to, um, either not engage if it's not someone worth engaging with. If it's family or someone close, 
then turning it into more of like a conversation and maybe a learning experience for that person if they're willing to listen. And if they're not willing to listen, then it's kind of just not a conversation worth having. And ultimately, it's up to you to parent how you feel is best for you and your family and your kid. And one thing Rusty and I did super early on um, when Evie was itty bitty or maybe even when I was pregnant is we went on this walk and I'll never forget it. We had this conversation about how now first and foremost, it's our family unit that comes first in our life. So him, myself and our baby. Um, and no matter what happens with the people in our immediate circle or even in that extended circle, like it comes down to our, our happiness, our joy, our peace of mind, our health and our well being come first. And so I think having that shift so early or that like conversation that knowing we were all on the same page, other people's opinions doesn't, don't, they don't really matter to us anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think like you said, just walking through life, existing with this confidence and knowing that it kind of changes the way people approach you because they see mm-hmm. you and they're like, she knows that they're happy and that's what matters. If he was like sickly and not putting on weight and like, you know, failing to thrive or whatever, I might get more um, feedback or right. criticism, but at this point I don't, there's not really any space for it. So. Right. I mean, what are people going to say like to me, like, Oh, they look too happy and emotionally healthy. <laughs> like you probably should stop doing what you're doing. Right. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. So it's like, I, I would say, you know, if they're, if they are soliciting advice and that's, that's a whole nother thing. If they're like, Hey mom, like, what do you think about formula or breastfeeding or I'm just trying to think of all these like controversial things sleeping in the crib versus co-sleeping um then you're kind of opening that door but if you are comfortable and confident and like you are projecting that on the world and your babies are clearly doing well um there's just really no no room for that yeah 100 and I can even use the example of the fact that we are still co-sleeping all I, I can't even count how many times we've had conversations people were like oh she's in her own crib now right like expecting me to be like, oh yeah, a long time ago. And I'm always like, I always respond the same way. No, she's in bed with us. This is what's working best for us right now. If it stops working, then we'll make a change. And then yeah. they don't have anything to say because what, how can you respond to that? Yeah. <laughs> like if, if you say, this is what's working really well for us right now, like what could anyone possibly come back with? You know? Yeah. So I think that's always a good response, especially if you don't really feel like engaging in a conversation. That's a good way to kind of just end it. And and then if they, the only thing I can imagine them coming back with is like, oh, how is that working for you? Or like, why yeah. is that working so well? And then it just shifts the conversation. You kind of like take control. <laughs> yeah. And it's an opportunity to educate them. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe they're of the old school mindset where it's like fear-based, like co-sleeping is killing children. Right. Or I get a lot of that. Know? Yeah. Um, and so it's an opportunity for you to be like, actually, there are safe guidelines for co-sleeping and, yeah. you know, this, these are the positive benefits of co-sleeping or whatever, whatever yeah. the case may be. Um, and it's just an opportunity to like educate. Totally. I love that. And I, that's, I mean, that's, yeah, I feel like you put your, you bring your family in and they're first. And then if you, if you have the energy to educate other people, then that's a cool opportunity. If you don't feel like engaging, then then uh, just don't, <laughs> you yeah. know, it's kind of like, yeah. you can just, you can, you can put the kibosh on it if you want to. Um, and if people aren't going to be respectful of that, I don't know that they're people that are wor- like, I guess for lack of a better word, worth uh, engaging with. Like that's a yeah. hard thing too. Sometimes blood family can be um, a negative, like a toxic load on your life. And in that case, mm-hmm. blood doesn't, to me, at least this is my opinion, blood isn't worth putting up with that. And so sometimes you need to take a step away from family, even if they are blood and build your family up with people who are 
not necessarily blood related, but they align with you and they support you and they build, they fill your cup and build your world and don't like tear it down. So those are my thoughts on that. Um, and my, my hope for this mama is that she, wherever they're living now, um, can find that tribe because she says they haven't, they still haven't quite found their tribe, which gives me hope that it's still an opportunity. Like there's still potential there. Um, Right. So that's my hope. And then we did a whole podcast episode on tribe. Um, mm-hmm. and like building it up. So maybe I'll link to that in the show notes. Cause that's a good one to kind of reference back to. Perfect. Sweet. I love that. Well, I think right. we'll say time. Yeah. We, let's okay. skip the. So we got a question about nursing and like going back to work. And I think we could, we should spend more time on that specific topic. Yeah. Um, so I'd like to, this one's super quick and easy. And someone just said, can you provide a list of fats you've been using with going higher fat? Now I know you, you're kind of like somewhere in between now of like, I am which is awesome. Like that's just a testament to like, you're listening to your body and you're doing what feels right. Um, and I would say like, I've added in, it's berry season. And so like, I'm still very high fat, pretty low carbohydrate, no added sugar. It's been, I was just thinking about it. It's been, I started this on December 26th. So it's been like six months. (laughs) And I did a little post on Instagram yesterday about how it's no longer like an N equals one experiment for me. It's just, this Mm -hmm. is the way that I eat and live and it feels so good. If it stops working, I'll change it. But right now it's just, it's convenient. It's nourishing. My hormones feel good. My sleep is good. Like everything just feels good. So, mm-hmm. um, that was kind of a tangent, but where are you in this whole world? I guess would be the first question. And then let's talk about fats. We, we, yeah. I, I think in the, the biggest thing for me is, is not, uh, I'm for the first time in my life, very intuitively eating. And so the biggest thing for me is the sugar. I am at a point where like I had brownies for father's day the other day. Um, made them like out of a box, all the, they weren't keto, they weren't low sugar or anything like that. I was able to have some and I, I don't feel like I had to eat the whole pan. I didn't feel like I now have to eat, have sugar every single day. And so did you used to like, would that used to oh, have been a trigger God. before? Yeah. That's huge. Oh yeah. That's it's huge. And so doing that kind of keto reset, I did it for about six to eight weeks was um, incredibly empowering for me. Cause I know I can get, I have a little bit more, it's less of an emotional reach for mm-hmm. sugar. It's less of like, if I know my body's saying like, I want carbs today, I want sweet potatoes, or I'd like a little bit of squash or whatever. Like I'm more confident in myself that it's not an emotional thing. Yes. Um, and, and that's that what I keep sharing. I yeah. It's like, once you cut sugar, you're able to eat intuitively. I think the first step to eating it more intuitively is to cut sugar because it is like this weird shade over our ability to listen to our bodies. Right. Sorry. I just had to interject that because I got really no, excited. You're fine. <laughs> and I still, I will say at the majority of my meals, I still gravitate towards high fat mm-hmm. protein based meals. And then occasionally in the evening, like I'll do like a sweet potato mm-hmm. or, um, you know, I have not limp restricting myself from any food, but I'm really trying to be mindful, like, okay, did I eat enough fat today? Am I hungry just, like, because I'm hungry and I haven't eaten enough? Or mm-hmm. do I really want the carbs? And if the answer is yes, like, I really want the carbs, then I'm going to eat the carbs, whatever yes. that is. If it's corn chips or if it's, you know, whatever, um, I'll have some. Yeah. And then I try not to go crazy. So, I love it. And and I'm in a similar boat where, like, that stuff just isn't appealing, so I'm not eating it. It's not like I'm sitting there going, oh, I want to eat those those chips or right. that sweet potato or whatever. Like, neither of those things sound appealing to me right now. What does sound good is, like, I throw berries in my salad or that I'm is appeals to me, so I'm eating it. Where, like, maybe a month ago I wasn't eating berries even, but now I'm like, ah, sounds good. And guess what? Yeah. I still feel great, <laughs> you know? And so, yeah. and obviously berries are pretty low in carbohydrate, but 
it's just so interesting the way that it ebbs and flow and who knows, maybe in a month I'll want more, but right now, um, yeah, the fat is my jam and, uh, it's pretty awesome. So, and you're feeling good. It seems like. I'm feeling really good. I, you know, and I think part of that is also, sorry, I know this is going a little long winded, but nailing down, um, some very specific supplementation. I feel like I finally at the point where I just feel pretty even, Um, you know, and I, we're going through some stressful transitions and stuff. But you're taking it with such grace. So like, that's the thing is like, we, you know, we communicate very frequently and I know how much you're dealing with and going through right now. It's not necessarily bad, but it's still stress. And so um, it just seems to me like you're really like taking it in stride and with grace and just, you're still happy. And so it, it, that's pretty cool. And that's one thing I've noticed from adding in a lot of fat because fat is the precursor to all hormones and hormones are what help us manage stress and take on stress and, and whatnot. And so I think give, fueling our bodies with high amounts of high quality fat is the best possible way to take care of our hormones and our brains and our celery growth. And it doesn't mean you have to eat zero carbohydrate to eat more fat. It's just eat nourishing fat. And that doesn't mean a jar of peanut butter, right? So that means like really more deeply nourishing fats like ghee and butter and avocados and olive oil and avocado oil and high quality fattier meats. Um, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> That's kind of the it. list. I mean, you go now. I'm pretty much, my experience is I'm finally at a place where I'm not eating in a way that I feel the need to label in any certain yes, way, but it is mostly high fat, mm-hmm. moderate protein, eating and that's yeah. that's it I love it yeah I'm very so, similar I've never I haven't peed on a single keto strip um I am playing around with exogenous ketones and I'm actually loving them um but it's not something that I like have to desperately have to have mostly I just really like high fat and I like playing around with the ketones because it's just like a brain thing I love the way I'm not doing this for like fat loss or weight loss it's not aesthetic for me right now which for me is very freeing it's just like hey I want to feel really good I want to have an even mood. I want to take on the stress of everything I have going on in life. I want to be present with my daughter, have good energy, have good libido, like all this stuff. And it's all coming together in a way that it never has before in my life. Um, And in that food freedom and like not stressing about all the things and being able to eat more intuitively, I also feel more comfortable in my skin than I ever have, which I think is interesting that it's always like, if the goal, this isn't always, but oftentimes if the goal is aesthetic, I want to change my body for aesthetics, right? Sometimes even if you reach that weight or whatever it is, it doesn't kind of get to the root of like what it is about your body that you're not feeling comfortable in. Um, and so I think it's very cool to see, and I'm working on this with some clients right now. It's like shifting the mindset to now I want to make nutritional changes and cut sugar and add fat and do this, whatever's going to work for my body and do those things for health and wellness and brain function and to feel good and to support my hormones and to, for longevity. And then all of a sudden, no matter what happens with the scale, a lot of the times, people just start to feel more comfortable in their skin because the shift, the script has shifted from making your body look a certain way to making your body feel a certain way. And in that act of loving on yourself with the food that you eat, there's a shift. So now all of a sudden you, that love transitions and translates into more body and self-appreciation. So I think that that's super powerful. Totally. And just to piggyback off that, I know we have to go, but like in terms of working out, it's like focusing on, this plays into everything you're talking about, focusing on what my body can do versus what my body looks like. Um, from an aesthetic point for someone like me who has had very like disordered ways of thinking about her body and disordered ways of eating. Um, it's the same way, like focusing on the way your body feels as a result of what you're eating versus how you look is very empowering for me because for example, like I haven't lost any weight since I started 
kind of getting my food a little bit more dialed in with like intuitive eating and also now exercising consistently. I have not lost a pound. In fact, I, well, I don't even know this for sure because I haven't weighed myself, which is in and of itself very powerful for me. Um, but I would venture to say I probably gained some weight and it's, it's, it doesn't bother me. Like I'm like, okay, but yeah, I can back squat like 50 more pounds than I was doing like three months ago. And I can like do a pull up, like an unassisted, like strict pull up, um, now. And I couldn't do that. Like even six, I mean, even probably pre-pregnancy this last go around. So I don't know, just kind of echoing what you're saying, like focusing on how you feel and what you can do in terms of like, like strength or flexibility or just overall feelings of well-being, I think is so powerful when it comes to changing anything in regards to exercise or diet or all that good stuff. Are you still there? I'm here. Just listen okay. away. Quiet. <laughs> I went on mute because there's construction going on. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I love it. That's so, so spot on. And I feel the same way about my, my fitness right now. I'm just like moving to feel good and to keep up with my kid and because I love it. And some days I push really, really hard and I see what my body's capable of. And other days I pull back a little bit and just like feel, you know, make sure I'm just going through the motions and getting the, the gunk out. So, um, so it's all, it's all comes back kind of like full circle in this episode to like loving on ourselves through the, what we do. Um, so to get back to the question, I think one of the big things people do is like they eat a lot of like nut butters and nuts and those are not the most nourishing fats you can eat. And so I would say try and focusing on like, um, if you can do dairy, um, like grass fed, raw cream, butter, um, ghee, maybe some cheese, some yogurt, if you can do it, like there's a new, there's a peak makes like a triple cream yogurt. So good. Mm. Um, and then avocados and fatty animal meat. So like get the higher fat ground beef, go for chicken thighs with the bone in and the skin on they're cheaper. You eat less of them because they're more satiating and there's so much good nutrition there. Like really fatty cuts of wild salmon, sardines, um, the like primal kitchen mayo, egg yolks, that oh, kind of stuff. It's okay. just, it's, that stuff has so much deep nourishment in it. And organ meats, I mean, the liverwurst from US wellness meats, unreal. You put it on the grill. I kid you not, it's heaven. And you'll notice that your taste buds might slowly start to change where you're not really craving the sweets and you want more savory. Um, and then garnish it, like add all, get a bunch of vegetables and season your vegetables and cook them in a ton of fat. Broccoli tastes so much better if it's saturated with butter. You know what I mean? So um, I think that's the shift. And it's not about like eating, um, you know, almond butter day in and day out, um, but getting to the more deeply nourishing fats. So Absolutely. That is that. Um, do you have any last thoughts before we close out here? No, I, that was really fun. fun. I love, I love, love, love recording with you. (laughs) He's my favorite. And we love your feedback guys. If you really, sorry, I think I just yelled in the mic because I got excited, but if you guys love these episodes (laughs) with Jess and I talking, tell us that we're going to try and do at least every third episode of just us two, maybe more frequently, but we, we love your feedback. Um, comment on our show notes pages, uh, rate, review, tell us what you think. Shoot us an email, modernmamaspodcast at gmail.com. You can find me at laura.radicalroots on Instagram. Jess is jess.holdthespace. Um, yeah, and my website is down right now. I forgot oh. to mention that. So you can um, find the show notes at my, on mine for now, which yeah, is just so myradicalroots.com. It will be back up. We're just doing podcast. Sorry, go ahead. It's fine. No, <laughs> it's, it's cool. You can find links to all our stuff on Instagram. If you're not on Instagram, just go to myradicalroots.com 
com forward slash podcast for now. And then Jess's site will be up again soon. Yes. And yeah, we love you. We're so grateful. This was fun. And we will talk to you so soon. Yes. Bye. And don't friends. forget Paleo Valley, Four Sigmatic. Oh, yes. We love them. There's probably a spot in this podcast anyways, but just just know that we love those companies and it wasn't a random, we have been, we've talked to so many companies and those two, um, we believe in their mission. We believe in their products. We believe in everything about them. We love the people. And so we've been very selective and we will not share anything with you guys unless we absolutely love it. So just know that. Totally. And that's all for now. Awesome. All right. Love you friends. Bye team. We'll see you next week. Talk to you next week. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to our podcast. See you next time.